0: Hey friends, last episode I unveiled my personal favorite good habit building system and how I motivate myself to do something hard but beneficial consistently enough that it becomes automatic. The Lulubuck system. And as promised, today we are going to dive into habits and habit building a little more generally speaking. Why? Because when you understand something and when you understand how So in this case, how habits work and how our brain works when it comes to automatic actions and our routines, it's so much easier to implement them. It's just like when you learn why a donut is not the best for you to eat, then when you decide you want to cut back on your sugar and get healthier, it's easier for you to recruit the logical part of your brain to fight against the cravings and do what you know to be the best thing for your body. So let's get into habits and how this can help your life and your leadership. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. Okay, habits. They can be great or they can be super, super annoying. But in a nutshell, habits are the automatic actions in our life. Oftentimes there are things we do without consciously thinking about them or realizing that we are doing the habit in the first place. They can be good habits, meaning really beneficial for you, or they can be bad, meaning they're not not really benefiting you and could even be harming you in the long run. Habits can range from something simple, like I want to drink a full glass of water first thing in the morning to things that might require a little more effort like I want to work out for 30 minutes every morning before I go to work so I'm sure the time on this kind of varies depending on what the habit formation entails right those are two totally different habits with varying degrees of effort that is going to be needed to form them but according to research published in the European Journal of Social Psychology it takes about two months found an average of actually 66 days to be exact, but an average of two months to start with nothing and end up with a completely automatic, reliable habit formed. I've also heard 40 days. Um, Like I said, I think it depends, but here we go. This study said two months. So how do we do that? How do we form a habit? What all is involved in breaking the habits that don't serve us and building ones that do? That's what we're exploring today, starting first with how much of an effect the habits can have on our mindset uh, and on our confidence and then we're going to move into breaking bad habits and finishing with creating beneficial ones so first starting with habits and confidence i think this is such an important thing to understand Um, i love what james clear writes in his super highly respected book called atomic habits i'm sure you've heard of it he writes the process of building habits is actually the process of becoming yourself i loved that so much I, i actually put a sticky note next to it The process of building habits is actually the process of becoming yourself. He's writing this in the context of explaining how important it is that we focus on the language we use surrounding a habit because that language and that habit formation is so intimately tied to our identity and how we see ourselves. And this idea is also echoed by Leva, who we spoke with a couple of episodes back. She broke down goal setting for us into four key components, one of which was that we embody the goal. So likewise, James Clear also writes, this is all kind of under the same umbrella. Um, he writes, your habits are how you embody your identity. Your habits are how you embody your identity. Some examples from my own personal experience, Um, I chose for 2022 that I wanted to be a more grateful person, and uh, I know I shared that in the last episode, but one of the small habits I chose to put into practice and build up in pursuit of or in order to embody that identity and become that type of person was to do a daily gratitude exercise writing down three unique and specific things I'm thankful for. Another 2022 identity goal for me was to be confident. And personally, um, confidence for me is very much associated with being in the know. Um, In fact, if I am in a conversation where I'm the only one who doesn't know anything about a topic and things are a little over my head, I actually will start to feel really small. I think that kind of comes from being the youngest sibling so I grew up with you know dinner table conversations usually being beyond my level of understanding for my age compared to my parents and my older siblings so I just remember constantly interrupting them saying you know I don't get it what does that word mean like I I don't understand Um, so for me a lot of confidence has to do with learning with awareness Um, It also has to do with personal growth and growing in my faith to believe who God says I am. And a lot of things I associate confidence with can be cultivated through reading. So my habit I chose to build up for the year in order to embody this confident identity is reading two books a month, including an audiobook here and there, and more importantly, just regular reading. So when I do my gratitude exercise each day, I am a grateful person. When I read and learn each day, I am a confident person. When I exercise each day, I am an athletic person. When I eat healthy and choose foods that nourish my body and give me energy, I am a healthy person. So how does this tie into confidence? Well. I think the best way to see that is to actually just look at the flip side. If I skip working out for an entire week, I might start to feel more like a lazy person than an athletic one. So there's a bit of an identity shift. Or if I know that keeping a, or having a, having a well kept house, uh, bed made, laundry kept up with, if that is what means I'm organized and makes me feel on top of things and like I am and organized person then if I let all of that go for a few weeks I'll feel the exact opposite I'll feel super disheveled and I don't know about you but I personally find more confidence in feeling organized than I do in feeling disheveled and all over the place. Um, I know I keep on referencing James Clear but if you want to learn about habits he really is seen as quite the expert on this topic so I'll refer you to his website for lots of great articles um, and also his book But one more thing from his book that just really crystallizes this idea is this quote. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Now, that doesn't mean if I have a donut once that I'm committing myself to being in the unhealthy category forever. It does does not mean that. It just means I made one vote for an unhealthy identity, but... If you look at everything, you know, over the course of a month, if I make, I don't know, like hundreds of votes for a healthy identity, it's, pr- it's pretty clear which one I am. And in this example of eating healthy and good food decisions, each time you vote for the person you want to be, in this case, a healthy person, you gain confidence in your ability to be that person. However, if you go kind of off the rails and you have a ton of sugar and throw in the towel and cast a ton of unhealthy votes all in one night because you've given up, honestly lots of us can probably relate to that feeling, I know I can, then you are losing confidence in that instance in your ability to be healthy. This is one of the reasons why I love that little Lulu Buck system I have that I shared last episode because with the idea of reading each day, at first... I literally had no confidence that I could ever become a reader because I wasn't one. I was not a reader. I didn't read. I literally like it was, it was so bad. But I slowly started to cast a few votes, albeit it was like pulling teeth to get me to sit down and read a few votes for being a reader. And I rewarded myself with a point towards this made up Lululemon dollar system I created and got to tangibly see you know, wow, I I earned $5 this week. I read five times. Wow, for me, that's amazing. And then I kept going and the momentum got faster and reading got easier and more habitual because I was gaining more and more confidence in my ability to vote for my identity as a reader. And now I would say I love reading. I am a reader. I read all the time. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, habits are a long full topic so this episode is really only scratching the surface um, but hopefully it gets some ideas training for you and how you can work through developing what habits are on your heart and working towards the type of person you want to become moving into breaking habits a few tips here Uh, one you need a replacement now there are those extremely willpower filled people who can quit something cold turkey and I think in some cases that's actually wise like smoking for example my dad actually has led a good handful of people through quitting smoking and you know just the whole journey that that entails and I'm pretty sure he always advises them to just quit you know deal with a terrible withdrawal and before you know it you're over the hump Um, but for most instances and for most people I think we do best taking a habit we want to get out of our life and replacing it with something else. For me personally, a few years ago I had quite the habit of needing a sweet after dinner and I didn't like it. I didn't like that I needed that. I wanted to be able to have dinner and have a sweet if I felt like it and then I wanted to be able to have dinner and not have a sweet if I didn't want to have anything. I didn't want to be um, beholden to that craving or that temptation. So I decided to replace a post-dinner sweet with berries that was my first step a cup of fresh berries and then after a while i was able to get myself away from that habit of needing a sweet after dinner so for me in this example just that simple act of swapping something out created enough distance between me and the ice cream or between me and the chocolate to then be able to quit that habit completely and now I have something sweet if I want it, and I don't if I don't. I would also say for breaking some bad habits, accountability is really important. I mean... This is personally one of my favorite parts of what I do is I get to be that encouraging accountability for friends of mine who are walking through their own health journeys whether they are losing weight trying to get into a good routine with food or um, just fitting it around their busy work or school schedules maybe trying to eat more regularly or eat out less you know whatever it is I get to be that person on the other end of the phone where I can check in with them and they can tell me when they've messed up in order to be encouraged and I can help them get back on track. Accountability, this is, this is pretty important, accountability should never look like someone beating you up and making you feel ashamed for messing up because obviously that's not how habits work. Habits, especially when it comes to food and health because we have such intense cravings and needs for certain things, habits are hard to change. So accountability should just be a sounding board. It should be always ready to help, always willing to serve and full of love, sometimes tough love, but always love, not the opposite. For breaking habits, I would also say uh, using a tracker is something a lot of people talk about loving using. And um, it's something I also use. So. I use Leva's planner and she shared a little bit of us again in episode 35. And, and for each month it has this tiny little habit tracker where I can fill in the habits I'm working towards and I can put a little check mark next to it at the end of the day when I've completed it. And so I can kind of just, it, it's almost like self accountability, I guess. Um, and also just a great way to track progress. And um, also going back to our tie between confidence and habits I think another thing to keep in mind when breaking a habit is being mindful of how we talk about them. Uh, You know, it's important to know that a lot of our identity and belief in our ability to quit something and choose to pursue something more beneficial has to do with how we talk about ourselves in pursuit of those habit changes. So just cast more votes for your beneficial replacement habit. And then remind yourself you are that person. You are an athlete. You are healthy. You are organized, grateful, whatever it is. So that's breaking uh, bad habits and replacing them with good ones. But wrapping up with just creating good habits because you might not have a bad habit you want to focus on at the moment. You might just want to add something in that you have decided is something worth going for. I would say go one step at a time. One step at a time so you can repeatedly prove to yourself you can do it it's like lifting weights if you want to squat with a 45 pound plate on each side of the bar that's a total of 135 pounds assuming your bar weighs 45 pounds which I think most do start small start with just the bar master that then add add five pounds to each side master that add five more pounds and keep increasing by five 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 until you get there because by the time you get to 100 pounds you know and then 110 120, 130. At that point, you know you can do it. Your belief is unwavering. What's five more pounds, right? I know that's more of a goal than it is a habit. But if you want to incorporate a daily habit, just do it one day. Write it down that you did it in your habit tracker, reward yourself for it, and then do it the next day and the next And then another idea i really loved when i was researching this was breaking it down so i might want to read two books a month but i break it down into 30 minute reading chunks and i focus on doing that each day and i might want to have a regular habit of doing yoga which is true um but a 20 minute yoga video is too big of a chunk for me right now so just starting i find 10 minute ones And maybe, maybe if I want to do more than that, then maybe I do two 10 minute videos in a day. So just breaking it down. Like I said before, there is seriously, there's a lot, there's a lot to habits. So I'm linking in the show notes, two articles that I read and really enjoyed. um, And I pulled from for this episode, one is how to break a bad habit and replace it with a good one. And another is identity based habits, how to actually stick to your goals this year. And then Again, I'll recommend Atomic Habits by James Clear. Can't recommend that enough, but I hope this short episode got your creative juices flowing, especially if you're listening close to release day. We are officially one month into our 2022 goals. It's never too late to get back on track and breaking your goals into habits might be um, might just be exactly what you need. So as always, thank you so much for listening and thank you for diving into your leadership, growth, our world... Needs good leadership, and we definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe, and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be.